0: Thomas and Friends Storytime Down at the Docks Starring Thomas, Percy, Cranky the Crane, Kevin and Carly Based on the Railway Series by the Reverend W. Audrey Created by Britt Allcroft Read by Mark Morahan and Friends Welcome to the Island of Sodor A small, magical island Surrounded by sparkling, bright blue sea It has fields of green and sandy yellow beaches, castles to explore and bustling docks where giant cranes lift and load cargo from large ships. There are also lots and lots of railway lines where engines work hard to deliver goods and passengers to their destinations. Today's story is about Cranky the Crane and how he learned that small engines can be just as useful as big cranes. Cranky is a very tall green crane who works at Brendam Docks. He has a long crane arm with a hook at the end, which he uses to lift and load all kinds of cargo. Cranky can be a bit grumpy sometimes, but he's mostly hardworking and kind. It was a windy autumn day on Sodor. Thomas and Percy were busy pushing cars at Brendam Docks when a new crane called Cranky shouted down at them. You silly little bugs, Cranky shouted, bring those cars nearer. Cranes don't tell engines where to put cars, said Thomas. Thomas and Percy thought the new crane was being very grumpy and they didn't like being bossed around. Later, Thomas and Percy told Gordon and James what had happened with Cranky. He called us bugs, said Percy. You should see things from Cranky's point of view, said Gordon He's high up in the air, and everything below looks very small That's right, James laughed You small engines must look like bags to him The next day, Cranky was still being grumpy And this was causing things to go wrong Come on, push those cars closer to me, he shouted at Percy Poor Percy didn't like being shouted at. He accidentally pushed the cars into the wrong place and Cranky dropped his load of sand all over Percy. Then Cranky shouted at Thomas. Push your cars onto the other line. It'll be easier for me to load these crates. Thomas did as Cranky asked. But then Cranky realised his crane arm wouldn't reach. So he left the stack of crates on the track before anyone noticed. When Thomas and Percy arrived back at Knapford Station, Sir Topham Hatt was waiting for them. He looked very upset. Thomas, Percy, Cranky tells me you have not been helping at the docks today. Yes, we have, sir, said Thomas. We've done everything Cranky asked. Well, I heard you have caused confusion and delay. And with that, Sir Topham Hatt sent Thomas and Percy back to Tidmouth Sheds. That evening, a big storm raged across the island. The wind howled, rain hammered on the windows, and waves crashed over the dockside wall. Gordon and James had just made a delivery to Brendam Docks, and they took shelter in a shed. We'll be safe in here, said Gordon. Then, one of the huge waves sent a steamship crashing into the dockside. It pushed Cranky over and sent him tumbling to the ground. Then the ship hit the wall of the engine shed. The roof creaked and groaned, then collapsed with a crash! Gordon and James were trapped inside. Help, Cranky! Help! shouted Gordon and James. But Cranky was lying on the ground and couldn't move. I can't help, he called out. When the storm was over, Sir Topham Hatt sent Thomas and Percy to the docks. And together, the two engines pulled Cranky upright again. I'm sorry I got you into trouble, Cranky said to Thomas and Percy. The confusion and delay was all my fault, sir, he told Sir Topham Hatt. Sir Topham Hatt was sorry for sending Thomas and Percy to the sheds. I owe you two an apology, he told them. Cranky lifted the broken shed roof and freed the trapped engines. Thank you, Cranky, said Gordon. Well, I had to be rescued before I could help you, said Cranky. And who would have thought it would be by two little bugs?" Cranky was about to say bugs. But he stopped himself and smiled down at Thomas and Percy. Buy two small but really useful engines, he said. Cranky can still be found lifting and loading at Brendam Docks. He's a much happier crane, but can still be a bit grumpy. After all, he is called Cranky. The End This is the story of Thomas the Tank Engine's friend, Kevin. Kevin is an enthusiastic yellow mobile crane. He's not as big as some of the cranes on Sodor, but he's just as useful. He has four speedy wheels and a long crane arm with a hook at the end and a petrol engine that sounds like this. So now you've met the hero of our story, let's begin our journey. All aboard for a big adventure! Kevin's Cranky Friend It was a beautiful day on the island of Sodor, but a very busy day down on the docks. Cranky the crane was working as hard as he could, but the cargo kept on coming.
1: Lifting and loading, loading and lifting, does it ever
0: stop? Thomas was at the docks. He had a flatbed full of crates for Cranky to unload. Could you unload me now? But Cranky was in a grumpy mood.
1: No, you'll have to wait your turn. Can't you see how busy I am? I'm coming, I'm coming! It
0: was a long wait before Cranky finally unloaded Thomas's flatbeds. Thomas was running very late when he arrived back at Knapford Station, where Sir Topham Hat was waiting for him.
2: Thomas, you should have been here an hour ago. I'm sorry, sir, but I had to wait to be unloaded because Cranky is so busy.
0: Is he? Sir Topham Hat looked worried.
2: Oh, I'd better get to the docks and
0: see what's happening. When Sir Topham Hat arrived at the docks, he was horrified at the chaos he found. Oh,
3: my!
0: The docks were full of engines, waiting for Cranky to load or unload their cargo. There were crates piled everywhere. Sir Topham Hat wanted to know why the docks were so untidy. Cranky, look at this mess! What is going on here?
2: I'm working as fast as I can, sir,
0: Cranky explained.
2: Yes, I can see that but maybe you could do with some help. Help?
0: I don't need help. I'll soon have this all cleared up. Just then, the net Cranky was lifting came loose, spilling cabbages everywhere. Oops. Uh, Sir Topham Hatt looked very cross. That's it, Cranky.
2: Uh, I'm getting another crane to come and help you clean up this
1: dockside. Another crane? But I don't need any help!
0: But Sir Topham Hatt was already on his way to the steamworks to ask Victor if he could spare Kevin for the day.
2: I need you to go to Brendam Docks and help Cranky. Sir Topham Hatt
0: explained. Kevin was delighted. The docks!
4: I've always wanted to go there!
0: So Thomas took Kevin to Brendam Docks.
4: Here we are, Kevin. Brendam Docks. Wow! It's amazing!
0: Kevin was very excited. He was especially looking forward to meeting Cranky. Kevin looked up to see Cranky towering above the dock. Hello,
4: Cranky. My name's Kevin. I'm here to lend a helping hook. What do you want me to do?
0: Cranky looked around, then looked down at Kevin. He didn't seem very pleased to see him.
1: I told Sir Topham Hatt, and I'm telling you, I don't need any help. Especially from a funny little crane like you. But Sir
4: Topham Hatt said this was my special job.
1: Surely there's something I can do that would be helpful. But Cranky was as grumpy as ever. Go over there and stay out of my way. I don't need any help, thank you very much.
0: So Kevin rolled away to the corner of the docks and watched as Cranky worked frantically to clear the piles of crates and unload cargo. Salty,
3: the dockside diesel, could see Kevin was sad. Oh, don't fret, matey. Cranky by name and Cranky by nature. <laughs> You'll soon get used to his Cranky ways. <laughs> then
0: Kevin and Salty heard Cranky shout.
1: Look out!
0: Cranky had dropped a whole load of pipes. Kevin saw what had happened and rushed to help. I'll get them! Kevin collected all the pipes and stacked them neatly on the dockside. There you go, Cranky, (laughs) all done. But
1: instead of being grateful, Cranky was furious. That was all your fault, you silly little crane. Watching me all the time, you're making me nervous. Cranky quickly picked up some more crates. I can cope perfectly well on my
0: Whoa! Cranky dropped the crates and they burst open, chickens scattered across the dock. They were running everywhere! Once again, Kevin hurried to help.
4: Don't worry Cranky, all under control!
0: Kevin set to work. Soon, he had rounded up all the chickens
3: and chased them safely back into their crates. Even Salty was impressed.
1: Well done, young Kevin!
3: You're a credit to the crew.
1: But
0: still, Cranky was angry with Kevin.
1: I thought I told you to stay out of my way. Get back over there and stop sticking your hook in when it's not wanted.
0: Kevin rolled back to the corner of the dock as Thomas arrived.
1: Hello, Kevin.
4: How are you enjoying your day at the docks? Not very well, Thomas. I don't think Cranky likes me. He's not so bad when you
3: get to know him. And Salty agreed. Under all that gruff beats a heart of gold. Then there was trouble.
0: Cranky's hook hit a large barrel, sending it rolling across the dockside towards the water. Kevin rushed to help. Don't worry, boss. I've got it. But Kevin couldn't stop himself. He skidded towards the edge of the dock, lost his balance, and. Ah! Sploosh! He fell into the water. Kevin! Mm -hmm. Crane overboard! Kevin bobbed around in the water, but he was sinking. Waves lapped around his crane arm, and seaweed stuck to him. Cranky quickly swung into action. He lowered his hook over the side of the dock. He hooked onto Kevin's crane arm and carefully lifted him out of the water.
1: I told him to stay put, but nobody listens to old Cranky.
0: In all the commotion, no one had noticed that Sir Topham Hatt had arrived.
1: What
2: is going on here? I thought I could trust you with this special job, Kevin. I think you should return to the Steamworks immediately. You're not helping here at
0: all. Poor Kevin didn't know what to say. He had tried to be a really useful crane, but somehow it had all gone horribly wrong. And now he was being sent away. Cranky swung around to speak to Sir Topham Hatt.
1: Um, it wasn't his fault, sir. It was mine. Kevin was just trying to help. He's a bit reckless, but he's a hard worker. And really useful. Kevin was surprised, but very happy.
4: Wow! Cranky does like me, and he thinks I'm really
2: useful. Well, it's good to see you two getting along
0: so well. Carry on. So Sir Topham Hat agreed that Kevin could stay and help Cranky for the rest of the day. Thanks, Cranky.
4: Uh, what would you like me to do now?
1: Uh, maybe I do need a bit of help. After all, two hooks are better than one. Let's get this dockside-looking ship shape, shall we? Kevin was delighted.
4: Ha! <laughs> okay, boss! You and me, Cranky! Oh, boy, what a team!
0: Kevin quickly began tidying the crates piled high around the docks. Salty smiled up at Cranky.
3: (laughs) He's doing a
1: fine job there, matey.
0: And Cranky had to agree.
1: Yes, he certainly is. But why does he have to do it so cheerfully? (laughs) The end.
0: This is a story about Cranky and Carly Cranky is a very tall crane who works at Brendam Docks Cranky has a long crane arm with a hook at the end which he uses to lift and load cargo He sounds like this Carly is a tall yellow gantry crane Carly is bubbly, chatty and always keen to help Carly also has a long crane arm with a hook at the end When Carly lifts and loads cargo, she sounds like this. So now you've met the heroes of our story, let's begin our journey. All aboard for a big adventure. New Crane on the Dock. It was a very early autumn morning on the island of Sodor. And today, there was a new crane on the dock. Her name was Carly. Good morning! Salty and Porter woke up suddenly.
2: Oh! <coughs>
0: Cranky spun around to find Carly next to him. Who's
1: making all that noise? Oh, it's you, Carly.
4: Nothing like making the most of the day, Chuck.
1: Salty and Porter
0: were very sleepy as they drove onto the dockside.
4: Good morning, boys. It's my first official day working at Brentham Docks and I can't wait to get cracking. So, where do I start?
0: Just then, Thomas
3: arrived at the docks.
4: Hi, Carly. Remember
3: me? I helped bring you to Sodor.
4: Of course I remember you, Thomas. Great to see you again. How can I help?
3: I've come to collect a crate of spare parts for the Steamworks. Ooh, coming right up, Chuck. Carly spun around
0: so quickly, she bumped Cranky with her crane arm. Oh! Cranky wanted to make Carly feel welcome, and he moved out of the way.
1: <laughs> After you, Carly. You go right ahead. Thanks, Cranky.
0: <laughs> Thomas and Salty were pleased to see the two cranes
3: getting along. Oh, it's great to see everything at the docks running so smoothly. That's right, Thomas. Now we have Carly aboard. <laughs> it's going to be plain sailing all the way. <laughs> Then Percy arrived with a delivery of crates Just pull up here,
1: Percy, and I'll...
0: But Percy puffed right past Cranky He pulled up beside Carly
4: Hello, I'm Percy Percy? That's a handsome name for a handsome little engine Oh, uh, are those crates for me? Better get a wiggle on, Chuck
0: Cranky and Salty watched as Carly quickly
3: unloaded the crates from Percy's flatbeds. (laughs) Looks like you can rest your hook, shipmate. (laughs) Carly's got everything in hand!
1: Yes, she's doing a very good job. But there's plenty of work here for all of us. Then Cranky saw Emily
0: puffing onto the docks with some more cargo. You see, always a flatbed that needs unloading. Hello, Emily!
1: Hi, Cranky!
0: But Carly had spotted Emily too.
4: I've got this one, Cranky! Back up a bit, Chaw. Let me take the weight off your wheels. Oh, you must be Carly. I've heard all about you. I'm Emily.
0: Carly began unloading the cargo from Emily's flatbeds. Cranky didn't like Carly taking over and doing all the work.
1: See that? She's doing everything while I'm just standing here, twiddling my hook. Don't get so steamed up, matey. Why don't you tell her to ease up? Or I could just nip in quick while she's still busy with Emily.
0: So Cranky began unloading barrels from a ship that had just arrived. Carly was still chatting to Emily.
4: I suppose it is handy to have a crane arm like mine. I can reach things that are further away. That's great! How useful! There you go, Chuck. All done. Thanks, Carly! Lovely meeting you! See you again soon! Take care!
0: Then Carly saw the barrels that Cranky had just unloaded.
4: Uh Aha! There's something that needs
3: loading.
0: Meanwhile, Cranky was feeling very pleased with himself. He looked around the dockside for more things to do. Cranky is back in business. Ha! I can work just as fast as her. Then Cranky saw Edward arriving, carrying some very large crates. Whoa, well, Edward, stop right there! Cranky wanted to show he could work just as fast as Carly. He grabbed one of the big crates before Edward even had a chance to stop. What's the hurry, Cranky?
1: Can't stop to talk, I'm too busy!
0: Then Cranky realised that Carly had put the barrels he'd unloaded back onto the ship.
1: Oi, what are you doing? I just unloaded that lot. Oops!
4: Sorry, Cranky. Don't worry, I'll work harder to make up for my mistake.
1: Well, if you're gonna work harder, then I'm gonna work even harder than that.
0: All day long, Carly worked hard, and Cranky tried to work even harder. Cranky and Carly were both determined to prove that they were the most useful crane. Then there was trouble. Cranky and Carly were working so fast neither was paying attention to what the other was doing. Their hooks crashed together and wrapped
1: around each other in a big knot. Carly, let go! I can't! I'm stuck! Ah, this is all your fault! Me? What have I done?
0: Cranky and Carly pulled as hard as they could, but the knot just got tighter. They were stuck together. Uh, oh oh! <laughs> Salty had been watching the two cranes. He thought he could help by telling them one of his tall
3: tales. Ahoy, shipmate! You're both pulling in opposite directions. And that's what you've been doing all day long.
4: But I've been working really hard.
3: And I've been working even harder. But. You haven't been working together! Now, this reminds me of an old seafaring tale from long ago. Do we have to listen
1: to this? Well,
3: since you're marooned, you've got nothing better to do. (laughs) Now, where was I? So Salty began to tell his story. Ah, there was once a ferocious two-headed sea serpent. Mildred was its name, or was it Monstro? Well, anyway, one of the serpent's heads liked to eat ships. But the other head liked to eat fish. One head wanted one thing, the other head wanted something else.
0: Salty explained that the sea serpents spent so much time pulling in opposite directions that neither of them got anything to eat.
3: And then it became obvious. They needed to communicate. I say, old boy. Wouldn't it be better if we worked together? Jolly
0: good idea, old sport. So the serpents began working together. First, they chased ships. After you, old chap.
3: And then they chased fish. Your turn, old bean. And from then on, that double-headed sea serpent Never went short of his fish and ships.
0: <laughs> Cranky and Carly realized
1: Salty was right.
4: Maybe I was being a little too pushy.
1: I guess I could have spoken up.
4: We shouldn't be pulling in opposite directions, Cranky.
1: You're right. Now, what if I just. So the
0: two cranes worked together to untangle themselves.
1: Uh, uh.
4: Cranky! Oh, up a bit! Left a bit! Almost there!
0: Oh. Finally, Cranky and Carly were free. Hooray!
3: <laughs> <laughs> there you go, shipmates. Communication! oh it's a wonderful thing!
0: <laughs> Thanks to Salty's story, Cranky and Carly learned about working together. And pulling in the same direction. The end. Listen out for other adventures with Thomas and Friends Storytime. Parents, if you like what you heard, please leave us a review and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tell your friends too. (whistles) Thomas and Friends is a registered trademark of Galane Thomas Limited.